I was on Instagram last night and I came across Tabitha Brown. I love her. I follow her. I watch her videos constantly. And I love how God has just like shown out in her life. Like he's truly made it to where all of us get to see how people of upright character and the underdog, when it's time for them to get their shine, they get their shine. Ah. And it's just, it's encouraging. It's humbling. It's just beautiful to watch someone blossom into what they've been working years and years and years to accomplish and then some. So I just love her. Conversely, Wendy Williams. (laughs) I just, the fact that somebody could make a career out of talking about other people. Just like that's our society. People love Wendy Williams. People hate to love her. People love to hate her. And people respect her opinion about people she has no relationships with, that she has, you know, no idea who they are. They're just celebrities, you know. They're perfect strangers to her, but people value what she has to say about their lives, her weighing in on the decisions that they make. And so I came across this uh, video where Tab was addressing Wendy, and I was like, oh, now I got to look and see what she said. (laughs) And she basically criticized Tabitha and basically said that the marriage wasn't going to last very long. Well, much longer because it's already lasted long. 23 years. That's a long time. But she basically was just like um, Tabitha Brown allowing her husband to retire from the LAPD when he's worked 15 years in order for her to pursue her acting career. Um, You know, she says she just didn't believe in that, you know. And for me, as a believer and someone who is also a dreamer, and my husband is a dreamer, but also being called to the practical things, you know, being a mother, being a wife, my husband having to go to work every day, you know, like we're in the trenches. And I have always said, always said, if anything happens to where I, our financial situation is changed because of me, my husband is going to get to pursue the things that give him wings. My husband is going to get to do every project and make music and travel and skateboard. And like, my husband is going to get to do all the things that empower him. You know, my husband has this this beautiful vision of what he wants to do to rehabilitate homeless people. You know, we've got a whole idea and program um, that we've drawn out about how we want to rehabilitate and minister to 
our homeless population in Houston. And so it's like, (laughs) if God blesses us in a way that we're able to make those things happen, you do not have to keep going to a nine to five. I don't care what people think about traditional gender roles and what a man should be doing and what a woman should be doing. And what works for our family is what works for our family. I'm degreed. (laughs) I'm cultured. I'm I'm educated. You know, I'm well-spoken. I'm well-rounded. I'm well-read. I'm an amazing candidate for any job that I might apply to. And yet, in this season, God has told me not to apply anywhere. God has specifically told me that my role is to thrust everything I have into being a wife, a mother, and a minister of the word of God. So that means I'm doing laundry. (laughs) That means I'm leaving that door open. If you understand what I'm saying? That means I'm cooking meals. That means I'm reading my Bible. That means I'm listening to sermons. That means I'm I'm doing prayer and devotion time with my husband and my two-year-old. That means I'm doing everything that I can to be the perfect helpmate, to be the perfect leader, to be the perfect picture of what it means to follow Christ. Does that mean I'm going to do everything with perfection? Absolutely not. But in my opinion, me pressing is perfection. And so it's like people are so quick to speak on what they don't know anything about. I'm sure there were many times when there was division within their marriage. I'm sure there was many times when there was confusion and there was disappointment and there was rejection and there was fear and there was doubt. And yet they outlasted all of it. And now they get to reap the benefits and harvest what they've sown in love and commitment and dedication over these past 15 years. Why would we not celebrate that? And the reason is that we view life through one of two lenses. We view people, places, things, experiences, opportunities, God, relationships. We view those through one of two lenses. Either we view those things out of the lens of pain or we view those things out of the lens of purpose. And I'm a firm believer that we don't exclusively view things <laughs> out of one or the other. There, there are some things in your life that you view purely out of purpose. And then there are some things that you view purely out of pain. This is why some people can do like really exceed and do well in business and then fail at family. They can their work relationships are great because they have a vision and they're propelled by purpose, but their family life is in shambles because they view family out of the lens of lack or pain or what they didn't get 
or what they're not getting currently. And so they're viewing things um, through a warped lens. And thus they can't get family right. There's no unity. There's no peace. There's no continuity. And it's like, God desires for us to view everything out of purpose. Our life here on earth will expire. The body we have, the car we drive, the houses we live in, they all have an expiration date. Your marriage, (laughs) your kids, your career, all of it has an expiration date. And God shows us glimpses of this throughout our lives. Seasons end. Like the actual seasons change, right? Relationships come and go. Jobs come and go. Supervisors come and go. Coworkers come and go. People come and go. People die. Children are born. New um, laws are enacted. New presidents are sworn in. Everything is evolving. Everything is changing constantly. And all things must come to an end. Endings are necessary. Endings are necessary for beginnings to start. And so God is showing us, hey, your purpose here is to fulfill what I've given you to fulfill while you have time. I love the scripture that says, teach us to number our days. Because when you are on assignment and when you're on a mission and you know you only have a limited time to complete what it is that you've been called to. And when you know that it's a tall order that you can't do by yourself, you approach things differently. You approach things with a different mindset. You approach life with a certain tenacity and wherewithal. And so I just want to share all of this to say to you. (laughs) Finish your course. Get out of everybody else's plate. Get out of everybody else's business. Get out of everybody else's marriage. What you see on Instagram is not real. Okay? Stop stop basing your identity and your self-worth on what you... Stop evaluating yourself based on what you see other people project. You are who God says you are. And what's going to happen is you're going to miss him. You're going to miss him because you're so busy looking at everybody else. And here he is presenting you with opportunities, presenting you with wisdom, presenting you with challenges of which on the other side, there are blessings. But you get so caught up in the challenge that you forget there's a purpose. There's a purpose for the reason you are where you are. There's a purpose for the family you were born into, whether you get along with them or not. There's a purpose for your life. There's a purpose for the personality you have, the giftings you have, the talents you have, the things that give you wings, the things that 
the things that make you happy, things that bring you the most enjoyment in life, man, there's a reason why God wired you that way. I just want to come against every lie of the enemy that's telling you you're not where you're supposed to be. That's telling you you're behind. That's telling you you don't have what it takes. That's giving you a warped perception of what success really is. You need to get in God's face about what his idea for success is for you. God, what's our plan for success for me and my soul? What do you have for this house? What do you have for this family? I was reading Haggai 1. And it was talking about how God was withholding blessings from people because they were more consumed with their own homes than they were rebuilding his temple. And that they would continue to see lack until they prioritized his temple. And I was just thinking to myself, let me not ever get so wrapped up in my brand in my business, in my house, in my car, in my things, in my interests, that I completely miss what God wants to do through me for his body. For his church, for his bride, for his temple. Let me exhaust all of my resources to ensure that God's house remains intact. Because what I do know is that if you take care of the things of God, God will take care of you. It might not look exactly how you want it to. <laughs> you might not have excess but you will have what you need. So I want to pray for us. And I want to encourage you to order prayers from the valley. Um, I've, I've said this everywhere, all my other social platforms, but I haven't said it here. Prayers from the Valley is a book of prayers that I wrote along with um, before every prayer is just a snapshot of my life or advice or scripture. Um, and I, I priced the ebook at $15, but anyone who wants to purchase or wants to just have it, I just want to get it in people's hands. You can make a donation of any amount. You can send a dollar to PayPal and I will email you the book because it's not about, it's about heavenly profit. <laughs> And so, yeah, if you want to bless, if you want to give more, fine. But I think I I prayed one of the prayers in the book this morning. And I just think having something to go to that you don't have to think about praying, but you know that it's led by the Holy Spirit and you can just pray it a guided prayer for you. Um, 
I think that's a powerful tool to have in your arsenal. And so that's available to you. I'll link it in the description. And I just want to thank everyone who's um, read it and engaged with it and prayed the prayers. I hope that it's blessed you. But I want to pray with you right now. And um, just want you to know that you're not alone. Because I think that's one of the biggest tools of the enemy is to make us feel isolated and to make us feel like we're the only ones feeling how we do. And we're not. We got a lot of stuff in common. <laughs> the same God made all of us in his, in his image. Why, why wouldn't we get along? Why wouldn't we be able to empathize with one another and, and get one another? You know, so. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for just being God and bringing us to you in the most profound and unique ways. Whoever's listening to this, you brought them here for a reason. And so would you just give them peace right now in their minds and their bodies? Would you just mute all distractions in Jesus' name? That you would quiet those anxious thoughts. That you'd wrap your loving arms around them. That you would protect their hearts. God, I thank you that you have everything that we need. That you know what we need even before we think to ask. That you created us to be beacons of light in this earth. You created us to be salt in this earth. Salt is good. Salt brings flavor. And so, God, I just ask that you allow us to be what you've called us to be. Those of us who feel overwhelmed by our call. Help us to not be led by our emotions, but to be led by the Holy Spirit. Because we're co-laborers. We don't have to do anything all by ourselves. We're joint heirs. We already know what we need to do. We'll be like a fish in water when we decide to fully immerse ourselves in your plans and in your will for us. Some of us were called to take an entire city. Some of us were called to completely transform our generation. Some of us were called to stop iniquity dead in its tracks when it comes to our lineage. Some of us will change the trajectory of our children's 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 lives by the way that we live right now. When everything around us feels like it's shaking. When everything around us feels unsure and unsteady. You are a solid rock. I don't want to be caught dead in sinking sand. I just want to be on the solid rock. 
I want to found everything that I do on the solid rock. So when the storms come, because they will, my house will stay. My fruit will remain. That's my prayer for everyone listening. That your house will stay and that your fruit will remain. What God has blessed, no man can curse. So you're blessed. God, I just thank you that the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and you add no sorrow to it. Bless your children in a profound way. And we thank you in advance for it, Lord. Cover us in the blood of Jesus. Forgive us of our sins and our trespasses. And help us to have clean hearts and clean hands. Keep watch over the door of our lips. Help us to not curse other people, but then be confused when we don't get blessed. Help us bless those who curse us. Help us believe the best about people. Help us to celebrate our friends' wins. Help us to be expectant for what you want to do through us for your namesake. Help us to keep the main thing the main thing. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, family, I want y'all to be blessed. Email me, DM me. Let me know if you have any prayer requests or if there are any topics that you'd like to hear me discuss. Have an amazing day or evening or night. Bye.